Um, oh, you mean like do an opening riff kind of thing? Mm, yep. Tell me about your well, butt. You can talk about the cabin. Always talk about the cabin. <laughs> uh, I can't believe how beautiful it is just waking up to just be surrounded by nature and atmosphere. And you don't get that in the city. You just get woken up by your neighbors, dogs barking, children running around, and smelly meals that are being made by your neighbors. But it's been so nice not having any of that shit. It's been pretty nice. I still am a pretty light sleeper in spite of it all. Yeah. Um, God, I'm so dry. My mouth is so dry from this climate. Um, um, you know what else is dry? This is Kane Train. I'm Gibby Kane. And I'm Pat Kane. And I was talking about my vagina. Oh, because you're... <clears throat> I thought you were really wet yesterday. Whoa. That's a little TMI. But yeah, but true. But literally, you but said I can't. That, but it's true. Well, I was making a joke, but um, you took it to a real place. Are you all right? Am I okay? Yeah, now. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Rather it be one way than the other. Dry? Actually, no. I think I'd rather it be dry because then I'd at least be comfortable. You're sitting around in like a swamp. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. Ladies, am I right? Yeah, that does sound pretty bad. Yeah, it's kind of lame. I wear. So many pads, just in case. <clears throat> the little, little, little slip ones, little itty bitty ones. So we're gonna do. A you little, never know. Yeah, we're gonna. Th- this is gonna be a little mini episode because we actually have to get the fuck out of here. Oh yeah, I guess this is our first mini episode, which makes us feel. We've I done, think we've sounds... done. I think we did one episode that was like thirty-six minutes long in the past. But yeah. I don't think that was a mini episode by choice. I think that was us being tired that day. Yeah. But at least we tried. Yeah, we tried. I you think tried. I was just like, this is not, I'm not feeling it today. But we're older and wiser now and more devoted to our craft. Of yeah, we're trying. I mean, this is, this is literally it. This is life. You got to get up and you got to, if you, if you make a promise to yourself that I'm going to record my podcast that, you know, only I maybe edit and I'm listening to, maybe I'm the only one actually listening to this one. <laughs> yeah. I've accepted the fact that there's probably episodes that I am probably the only one that's listened to it yeah definitely when we first started out i mean you could even say that still today i mean we don't have a huge following but really it's okay it's a passive following but we appreciate anybody taking the taking the time to check us out and listen to our bullshits hey hitler had four million um jesus had 12 jesus had 12 so let's not what does that make jesus a huge loser Oh, yeah. Or not the Messiah. Um, anyways, so I, I guess coming at you from the middle of fucking nowhere. Whitewater, California, which is kind of like a little bit um, east of Palm Springs. It's Palm Springs-ish. North. I don't know if it's east or north. But it's nice as hell. I highly recommend, if anybody has the opportunity to do so, they gotta. I mean, the trick of it is, it's like, most people, I think, go straight just to Joshua Tree, which is just west of here. Yeah. Which is a, you know, there's hiking and all kinds of shit to do out there. But this is, this is more of just like, go, get away from it all. We did a little bit of hiking. It was minimal. But it was, it was enough. We didn't necessarily come here to do a hiking. It was just kind of like. I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you about something. I'm not a big hiker. I know you are. (laughs) But it's not for lack of trying. I just don't like being boiled by the sun. 
I know. I love hiking. It's one of my favorite things. But, um, you know. I like it when the sun I accept the fact that... Fucking me over. You, when you're doing it, you're doing it just because you want to spend time with me. Actually, that's literally what happened last week, right? When we went to uh, oh, yeah. Santa well, Monica Conservatory. Um, that, that cool little path. Yeah, the reason I was into it, though, is because it was so fucking cloudy, and I looked outside and felt the, the weather, and I was like, oh, this is this is perfect for me. I can survive in this climate. It's just a sensitivity thing, and um, sometimes a laziness thing. I also, my time is so limited, so when I'm picking out, you know, activities that I'm willing to spend my time on, I'm, I'm very particular. I saw an ad for uh, whiskey. When I was reading, because there's no TV here, there's just like a bunch of books and magazines, so I was like going through a bunch of, you know, desert-themed magazines and books and stuff, um, and one of the ads I saw in, I think it was Nat Geo, was, yeah. take your time or someone else will. Because hmm. if you think about it in those terms, somebody, yeah, you could just give your time away to somebody who's willing to pay you, or to some, you know some other reason sitting in traffic to go to the beach but this is kind of the taking it into your own hands you know i like that doing it you're like yeah i'm not gonna i know there's shit to do around here but i'm literally just gonna hang out in this cabin drink beer slowly um fall asleep a couple times oh god so nice yeah i haven't haven't, i'm not a big napper but i really needed a nap yesterday i couldn't help myself it was like it was just not having anything, any responsibilities. I just got power hungry with it, and I just—it was so I quiet, so quiet here too. Uh, so listen, listen to this. I'm sure the quality is even better because you can't hear the sound quality. Fucking dumb alarms going off everywhere. I know. Every two seconds. Cars speeding off. Oh my god! If I could live out in the middle of nowhere, I straight up would, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I'll say this: I am ready to go back. Really? What are you looking forward to going back to? Um, huh? Number one, we're going to go to see our cat, whom I love. He's okay. So I'm going to see him. And then I'm going to go to Champs, probably. Champs Sports Pub in Burbank, California, I, which I, is my favorite. I do really fucking love Champs. Great chicken wings. <laughs> I've heard of them. So I'm, so I'm going to go get some chicken wings and drink some beer. Then we're going to go to Halloween Town to get some masquerade masks That's later. right, for my work party. There's no random dumb shops here, you know? Like, I do kind of like that stuff, like going and buying, like, dumb ha- dumb masquerade masks. We are in, we are natural city dwellers. I think we are just... We just are inclined we to We just be. like getting out of town. But even God, it feels good to get away. Even if it's somewhat, you know, kitschy, we like getting out of town. I've got to get away. I see someone doing like the slow creep up the driveway. Not the driveway, but the street. There's There's been a few of those um, driving by, but they said that people like to take a little... Just take a gander a at the gander. cabin. I mean... Yeah. It's not our kick-out time yet. Y'all can't be harassing us. I know. We got kick half an hour. Kick-out 11 o'clock. Got half an hour up in this bitch, and I swear to God, I'm getting my money's worth. I don't know why they were doing that slow creep. I mean, maybe they were just freaking out, like, because this road is real windy oh, or something. I don't know. Maybe they were freaking out because they didn't know that this road didn't go straight into this cabin. Or they just I were mean, using their eyes. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's a cool <laughs> cabin. There's, like, a bunch of, uh, t- like, wooden sculptures built into it, um... I'll post shit on my bats. If you go to Bat Stain's Instagram, I'll post some pictures of the cabin. 
I uh, I posted on our. So if you've been following our Instagram, you know yeah, what a little it. bit of that looks like because I just posted there's a pic. Like, there's a cool bench carved into the actual like wall. That's my favorite the, part. Like sticking out, like a log is just jutted out from the wall, and there's a bench carved into it. It's so cute, man. There's nothing quite like the concept of a log cabin in the middle of a desert for no reason. <laughs> I know you were calling it kind of kitschy a little bit. Well, I, you keep calling it kitschy. You've used you the word use the kitschy. Word first, you were the one to first use it, though. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Well, I was really stoned all day yesterday, so anything could have gone. Anything could have Anything could have happened. Anything could have gone awry. so arrive. nice. Oh, my God. And my favorite part was going out into the, into the desert a little bit, staring down that full moon and pulling out a sweet, sweet joint and just... Remember you were worried it. you dropped it? Well, I, I didn't have it in my hand, and I didn't remember just putting it down on the counter, so I thought I had dropped it. I mean, I didn't spend very much time looking for it. I no. did a little glance around, and like, I was like, You were like, worried eh. you left it outside. I was like, eh, I'm like, rich, who shit, cares? shit's fucking gone. I'll just roll another. But don't worry, I found it. It's okay. No weed was lost here. Um, So nice. God damn. It was just so nice. I feel so rested. I feel Good. so peaceful. And um, speaking of full moons, if you don't mind, I'd like to uh, yeah, let's jump right into whatever. Get you balls want to deep talk into about. that. Well, um, so it was my birthday. It was my birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and um, that's the most important holiday that anybody can recognize is their birthday. But my birthday is truth special as fuck um, because it was Mercury retrograde that began basically today. And it's also a big old full moon today as well. And for those of you who know, Mercury retrograde happens three, four times a year. And the planet Mercury appears to be moving backwards in the sky for a period of approximately three weeks. Um, Appears is the key word here, though, because technically speaking, no planet actually moves backwards in their orbits around the sun. In fact, they don't even slow down. Retrograde station direct cycles are essentially illusions that result from our point of view from Earth, simply because the Earth is also orbiting the Sun at a different speed than other planets, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mercury turns retrograde more frequently than any other planet. It can never be more than 28 degrees from the Sun, and whenever it reaches its furthest distance from the Sun, it changes direction. So, it's always skedaddling. Um, so, Mer- Mercury... So, it's kind of like, if you were to look at it, like a dot in the sky, it's just kind of doing this. Yeah, back pretty much. Back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, it's bopping around. Mercury is in retrograde in the sign of Sagittarius from December 3rd to the 22nd, 2017. Um, So, it's actually important to acknowledge where Mercury retrograde is uh, in conjuncture to your natal chart. Some people say that if it's in their sign, they don't really notice anything that happens. And then if it isn't in your sign or maybe your opposite sign, Here's that's when you do. Here's your sign. Remember Billing Bull? What? Here's your sign. I don't know. This just got stuck in my head. That white collar or uh, blue collar comedy. Here's oh. your sign. <laughs> that's dumb. Rocky I'm and Bullwinker? What? No. Fuck, man. What are you talking about? Blue collar comedy. I don't know what that is. Ron White, Billing Bull. Jeff Foxworthy. Your parents didn't watch that, did they? I don't think so. Larry the Cable Guy? No, they definitely didn't. All right. Yeah. I think as blue-collar as they went was uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor. It's pretty blue-collar. 
He's a millionaire. Was that your, uh, <laughs> was that your grunt? Yeah, that was my try. Um, as the planet of the communication, Mercury retrograde tends to breed a certain level of confusion. Mercury rules over, quote-unquote, lower mind, how we perceive and interpret information that we receive from our environment, and how we relay that information to others. Mercury has rulership over such things as speaking, negotiating, buying and selling, listening, formal contracts, documents, travel, mail, shipping, and so forth. All of these areas of life are affected when Mercury is functioning in a sluggish state. Decision-making is challenged during Mercury retrograde, which is why they say don't make any major decisions. Needless to say, it is not advised to sign contracts, engage in important decision-making, or launch a new business. Delays and challenges are more probable with Mercury retrograde. It's a time when being careless with money or our personal information or paperwork can be costly. While Mercury is in retrograde, we may be rethinking a previous opinion or idea. Looking to the signs and houses it transits can give clues as to what we may be reconsidering. There is absolutely a positive side to Mercury retrograde. This period is best used for reorganizing and reflecting. We look at the world a little differently through different filters and can come up with some very important inner revelations. It may be difficult to communicate them under this influence, but not everything needs to be rationalized. Mercury retrograde periods can be times of heightened inner awareness when meditation, benefiting from keeping a journal, reworking old plans, and reviewing past work are favored. Mercury retrograde is powerful for studies, particularly for returning to old studies or for relearning or refreshing knowledge in a subject already taken. So this is a really good time to hone your skills in something. Mm. Minor breaks in mechanical aspects of communication can actually reconnect us with other means of communication, such as where there is an unexpected power outage and we're forced off the computer and television, finding different and often satisfying ways to entertain ourselves. How ironic for our current situation. Yeah, that is ironic. It is important to note that there is absolutely no reason to suspend projects or anything of sorts during Mercury retrograde cycle. It's not an ideal time to start new ones or to sign contracts simply because a change of mind is quite likely once Mercury turns direct. However, it's a fabulous time to do something outside of the box thinking. Acting on our ideas, however, might be best left for a Mercury direct period, so after the 22nd. Not everyone feels the stronger effects of Mercury retrograde. Some people born with Mercury retrograde in their natal chart, for example, feel that they don't experience the effects described above as intensely as others might do. <laughs> Sorry, I stumbled over that for some reason. When Mercury is in retrograde in the natal chart itself, the thinking processes are generally more acute and the sense of humor rather quirky. People with Mercury retrograde take in information differently than those with Mercury direct in their natal charts. How many people are born with a retrograde Mercury? Roughly 18%. Pay close attention to what you say and communicate in general, particularly around the days of Mercury stations, December 3rd and the 22nd, as well as around retrograde Mercury's conjunction to the Sun on December 12th, midway between the start and end of retro period. If you are itching to make a point with someone, especially, or if you are planning on signing on the dotted line, try to hold off. It is likely that you will have a change of mind once the station passes, and you can do some damage in the meantime. When a planet stations, its energies are very strong in our lives. When Mercury stations, communications have more impact, so that negative ones could have a long-term implications at this time. However, 
If you are very clear with yourself and about what you are communicating, this can be a positive thing. So there it is. Mercury in retrograde. Cool. So pretty much, um, with retrograde and Mercury um, aligning with the sun on Sagittarius, so a little side note, on December 12th, bringing, it brings illumination to our thoughts. Uh, this inferior conjunction presents a favorable time for processing recent events and ideas and for beginning to look at problems or issues from a new perspective and with a new understanding. So if anybody's going through anything right now, try not to act on it or do too much reflecting, I guess, until the 12th and then try to put it all together and see what you think. But don't act on anything until the 22nd. Gotcha. What we say or right now has an impact for better or worse. Significant new ideas can be birthed at this time. Retrograde Mercury aligns with Venus, <laughs> Phoenix, with Venus three days later on the 15th. And there can be focus on analyzing feelings or relationships now, particularly past ones. We are inclined to chat, socialize, and flatter when Mercury and Venus meet. And with Mercury retrograde, we may be looking back to clarify feelings or connections. Do you hear that? Yep. You're on your phone. I mean, no, I'm iPad. Not. You fucking hear me? I, I, I mean, I'll be gonna be honest with you. Astrology is cool. Yeah. But um, I do tend to zone out when people talk about it. I mean, that's just you, dude. I know. I hope somebody got something out of that. <laughs> I mean, I basically have heard all that <laughs> what shit. What a about, cut! <laughs> I heard all that shit about Mercury and retrograde before, pretty much. Yeah, but you know, it's it's important to note when it's happening so that you can plan accordingly if that's something you believe in. I think that there's something to be said about finding pattern in an astrological way. It may not it may not be concrete and absolute truth, but you can use it as a as a way to seek pattern in otherwise chaos and kind of plan with the use of it. And I personally have found that in the past, if I align my decisions based on moon cycles, I actually have a more satisfying uh, turn of events that come about. But some of that is also just um, plan of action and, and just care. And you know what I mean? It's, I think it's all comes down to mindfulness, right? Like astrology is a guiding force and there's rules and all that. With, yeah. You know, any sort of thing like that. Um, I, I think it holds stock in as much as it's good to be mindful of, of things. And pretty much that's what all astrology is, is there's never been any kind of prediction that says like, yeah, you can pretty much just do whatever you want and there's no consequences. So, but you have <laughs> until the end of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I mean, it's, it is... It's what you make of it. Anything is what you make of it. Yeah. I mean, that's what Christianity is. Exactly. Ways, it's being mindful of your actions and stuff. And some people are and some people aren't. So, you know, whatever your guiding force is in life, that's good. I mean, yeah. If you discussing the right-hand path, the left-hand path, and chaos magic, it's all just, it's, it's all just manifest destiny and creating your reality with whatever your intention settings are. And... Why not? You know, you could do worse. You could be Catholic. I'm just kidding. That's absolutely right. Um, all right, so I'm going to read a short one since this is a mini episode, but this is still cute. Hit me with it. So this is from Popular Science. Um, this was not published today because this references some 
things happening today. I think this is from yesterday or maybe earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. But it's worth talking about. Six years ago today, a Soviet street dog became the first animal to orbit Earth. Aww. Sputnik 2, or Laika, our hero. Um, note, below is the script for the video. Above, you may want to watch the video instead. Also, subscribe to Popular Science. So here's, this is just kind of the transcript. So it's definitely worth checking out, though. Laika. So this is from, uh, this is from the point of view of the cute little... And if you look up Sputnik Aww. 2 and Laika, just look her up and just imagine this is her voice. Once you get past the stratosphere, it's not so bad. I'm commander of Sputnik 2. Growing up in the streets of Moscow, I can only look to the heavens and wonder. To be the first in space is an accomplishment I never dreamed about. I do this in the name of the motherland. In the name of Comrade Lenin. <laughs> Comrade Khrushchev, in the name of the party, and in the name of the sausage, I am like a... Uh, this wow. isn't a happy story, but it is my story, and there's little time to tell it. From three dogs, Albina, Mushka, myself, I was selected for the mission. What set me apart? My ability to withstand the centrifuge test. Which is like that what is that? Just a spinning thing? That's a big spinning thing. Oh, I can imagine her little her little lips flying backwards and her little ears. Yeah. <laughs> My superior aptitude to sit and eat and to go to the bathroom in a small cabin and even smaller spacesuit. Also, Albina just had a litter of puppies. Aww. But the mission was rushed. After the glorious launch of Sputnik 1, Commander Khrushchev wanted another success to commemorate the 40th anniversary of our triumphant Bolshevik revolution. But that gave us only a month. And the temperature control system was hastily designed, and there was no time for a recovery plan to bring me home. What? When Sputnik 1 launched, its signal was heard around the world. On Sputnik 2, the signal of my heartbeat is, the only, was, is only heard by Soviet scientists. During the launch of the telemetric sensors said my heart rate was three times as fast, the G-force caused my respiratory rate to increase fivefold, then my heart slowed. In zero gravity space, in space, my breathing is slower and deeper. I am alive! Yay! While I orbit the Earth, information of respiration, blood pressure, heart rate, even my movements movements in the weightless cabin are constantly transmitted back. Oh, it's just like paddling in the air. <laughs> so I am alone. But I am not alone. My comrades can hear me. And I orbit. But this is a one-way mission. By the second orbit, it's getting so hot. It was clearly a miscalculation in thermodynamics. The cooling fans are useless. I know my comrades tried. I know they are there. I orbit for a third time. Through a small window, I can see Earth. I'm not sure where the motherland is. I am a dog, after all. <laughs> In my fourth orbit, five hours since I entered space, it's so hot. I feel like I can't breathe. The telemetric sensors have failed. I look at Earth out of, win- I look at Earth out of the window. So, you can... You pretty much know what happened after that, but it's sad. Babe, what the fuck? Why'd you pick the saddest article ever? I thought you said this was cute. Well, because it is cute. When did this happen? Oh, what a cute little baby. It's like the 50s, man. It looks like a little German show. Oh, it's the 50s? That makes me feel a little bit better. Laika Laika was the first uh, living creature to go into space. That is so cute. What a little baby. Aww, there would have been a here. plan. There would have been a plan to bring her home, but they rushed it because they were like, "It's just a fucking dog." 
How dare you? <laughs> Damn fucking Ruskies killing dogs. If anything we get from that, it's Russians have no heart. But they're cute little dog. They, you know, there's a record of it. We must send dog soon. We must show Americans that we are better. I think that's probably why they didn't. Um, but Conrad, can we not bring dog back? I think they probably, that's why they didn't discuss uh, transmitting it out to the, because Sputnik 1, have you seen uh, like October Skies? Uh, no. Okay, it's about like rocket scientists. Jake Gyllenhaal, I think it's his first movie ever. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, it's a good movie. Um, Sputnik 1 is launched and basically it's kind of like everybody looks up at the window and you can see this blinking red light kind of moving through space. And it was like a big deal that the it was like the Russians are literally above us right now. Like right. they're they're in space, but they are above us. And yeah. it was fucking scary. Yeah. So Sputnik two was Khrushchev just trying to he was the guy that took over, I think, after right right after Stalin. Oh, I just bumped my mic. So sorry everybody. Um That was see. probably really loud. I I'm sure it was fine. I'll I'll listen back and edit it out. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was talking about. You were talking about how the Russians were right above us, and it was terrifying. Yeah, so that's, you know, that was Sputnik 1, and Sputnik 2 was like a, mm. the, the dog, the street dog from Moscow. Showing that with with patience and devotion to country, you too can go to space and die. <laughs> you like that's that? funny. <laughs> that's a very Russian mindset, though. Doom is the door unlocked? I guess it is. Yeah, because I was out there. Doesn't really matter. Dude, no one is here. It's fine. I know. It's so weird, though. Every bump and crack I've been like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I heard some coyotes uh, yesterday, and we found their den yesterday. Yeah. We found their den, um, and all their little turd piles everywhere. It's cute. Ones are all cute. I'm gonna miss this place, dude. So when are we coming back? I don't know. That's maybe the for question. Your, maybe for your birthday next year. That'd be cool. This could be a little. I will definitely be taking more time off though to enjoy it. I could stand to be out in the middle of nowhere with nothing to can... do for a good four days. I'm hoping we could do more of these kind of remote episodes. I think. Uh, I think it's nice to have a change of scenery. Cane train on the road. On the road. Um. So that's it. This was a sh- was a short one, like I said, because we got to get the fuck out of here. So uh, yep, our time is up. Let's see what's coming up. Definitely, we'll have an episode next week—a normal one, like yep. an hour. Um, I'm working again. I think we got three more weeks, and then we're so I'm back to work. That's that's my own personal update, which I'm glad about. And unfortunately, I'm always going to work. It's all I do. I have no other options. <laughs> it'll it's you know you just can't you gotta take a bit live like an addict man almost you gotta what? take one day at a time oh. just take it one day at a time yeah 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 cope much. how you cope how you need to this is coping taking time away learning to relax is a skill so you know hey it's a necessary that. skill to keep to sustain yourself as a as a person you know i'd say that's very true so cool all right um, well um follow us on cane train on most things Cane Train Pod on Instagram or Twitter, sorry, Instagram Cane Train Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I flicked on. I don't know if anybody noticed. I did get a couple messages, but I deleted it before I read them. I had Facebook up for about a week, 
I know if somebody saw, listened to my podcast about me fucking shitting on Facebook and then having it back, they're probably like, what the fuck, man? Hypocrite! Well, fucking I tried hypocrite. to, I was trying to run some ads, and I realized, oh, they don't let you run ads unless you have a Facebook page associated with your Instagram. So I turned it back on for the length of that run, and then I immediately deleted it again. Did you feel like it was worth it? No, it was just an experiment, and the return was not great on either of the ads. Um, so I just kicked kicked out the business prof- like account. Now I'm just back on a personal account. Cool. Love it. Just because it's not worth it. <coughs> it's not worth being associated with that fucking company. Um, I did discover that Facebook and Google own over half of all news in, in the world. We'll get we'll get into it later. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Side note. Food for thought. All right. Um and follow me I, as Gibby Kane on everything and Bat Stains for Pids. Yep. And uh Like I said, I'll post some pictures of the uh of the cabin so people can Yeah, so if you want to be jealous, you'll have something to be jealous over. That's right. Um so we'll see you next week, everyone. Girl bye.